Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. Today is October 1st, the official beginning of spooky season. Which is why I want to talk about witches. Yes, witches. Witches and witchcraft have permeated Western culture for centuries. At first, the witch was a woman who others felt had too much power. They were feared, shunned, even persecuted her to the point of murdering such women. And then in the 20th century, she became a symbol of the women's liberation movement, with good witches like Glenda from The Wizard of Oz, Samantha from Bewitched, and later Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and the girls from The Craft securing a cult following. The evolution was covered by Pam Grossman in her book, Waking the Witch, Reflections on Women, Magic, and Power. She also hosts the podcast, The Witch Wave, in which she details how women with power have always been called witches, and that magic is both symbolic and real. Now, the first time I heard that last assertion, I was aghast. Spell work is real? I don't know about that. So I read and listened more to try to understand. As a spiritual seeker, I wanted to learn and understand without the judgment I had so often felt from others in my life about my own spiritual beliefs and practices. So why is spell work so important to witches? Because it's the only thing that distinguishes a witch from any other person. Witchcraft, often simply referred to as the craft, has long been used by people, but most especially women, in oppressive situations to exert power when and where they can. Historically, witches were often midwives, medicine women, and older independent women who had a grasp on botany, medicine, and psychology. Spells were, and are, considered ways to exert our will upon the world when everything feels so beyond our control. That's relatable. Spells are designed to start with an intention, often using products and tools to amplify that intention. They usually include words, but they don't have to. And spells aren't always effective either. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And it might not work for a variety of reasons, like unfocused intentions, bad timing, or simply the universe just rejects your spell. Spellcraft doesn't typically promise that everything will go the way you want. In fact, the craft usually comes with a warning. Be careful what you wish for. And the understanding that the goal is to figure out how to get the universe to work with you instead of against you. But what made me understand the craft was when I realized I was casting a spell without realizing it. One day, I was getting ready for a wedding and putting on makeup. I really wanted to look beautiful and glamorous to match the theme of this wedding. So I gathered soft and romantic purples and pinks. As I applied my foundation and eyeshadow, I thought how I wanted my eyes to look, how I wanted to feel wearing it, how I wanted to contribute to the happy, romantic theme of the wedding. And as I applied my eyeliner, I stopped. I was casting a glamour spell. I went in with an intention to look beautiful and glamorous for this wedding and used products and tools to amplify that intention. 
I didn't use an incantation, but I did sing Demi Lovato's confident rather loudly in between my makeup applications. I even put on rose quartz earrings and my grandmother's pendant for good luck. And here I was, dressed and ready to go to this wedding, wearing a glamorous belt and personal talismans, hoping for some good vibes to bless the couple. Suddenly, I understood. Most of the craft is practical, focusing on helping a practitioner move through the world feeling supportive, healthy, and even powerful. How important that is when you move through the world and struggle with feeling powerless over your own life. I did feel beautiful in my makeup and my cute outfit, complete with the meaningful accessories that I selected. Suddenly, I realized that most spell work isn't evil, the summoning of dark forces kind of stuff that I was taught as a child in church and synagogue. It was a way for people to feel a little safer, a little healthier, a little better, a little more in control of their own lives. My judgment of it melted away, and I could relate. I even liked how it felt to work a little magic for myself. So did my unintentional spell work? Maybe. I do know that I felt beautiful and that the couple had an unforgettable wedding that I was so happy to be a part of. What I do know for sure is that setting my intention and doing a little something to amplify that intention certainly felt good. Maybe it is true what they say, that there's a little witch in all of us. I'm Marie Burns Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We'd love to hear from you. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.